From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning. Are we celebrating a birthday today? Anybody? Patty. Anybody have a birthday today? Is this the birthday today? Oh, that's right. What is, are we on a Zoom delay or a calendar delay? What is going on? Are you at that place where you don't want to acknowledge a day of a date of birth? I never really do. Really? All these years and every year I've been wishing you happy birthday and you've never said, no, I don't really want to be wished that. No, I mean, I, I don't. I love being wished happy birthday, but I don't oh, really birthday. tell the world that it's my birthday. No, you don't have to. That's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. Listen, here's the thing, Patty. I find myself, this is a weird thing. I don't know if this happens to you, Tanya, or Patty. Okay. I'm comfortable right now talking to y'all, right? Sitting in my chair, cash, don't know what I'm going to say next, but totally fine with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you were to give me a present or a gift or something, and it's wrapped, and I don't know what it is, and you would say, open it, you should watch Ugh. how awkward and uncomfortable I get accepting yeah. a gift, accepting a thank you, or opening something. Mm-hmm. I come, be- I become someone I do not know anymore. No, mm-hmm. but you know what's so interesting that you say that? I feel like it's awkward to watch people open gifts. Even, t- like, for me, I feel awkward opening them in front of people, but I feel like it's also very awkward to watch people open gifts. Well, I'm with you. There's something about the human, like, the... Emotion you feel when you're asked to open a gift, grateful, by the way, don't get me wrong, grateful, or when you've got to do it. Now, look, over the years, I have been forced by Mark, our producer, forced, pushed to have you guys open the gifts I give you on the air. Why? Because he wants a segment out of it, which is fine. He's doing his job. Mark, Mark, you want a good segment out of it? Get a good segment out of it. Absolutely. And I was just thinking about that because we're, what, a, a month and a half away from it happening again. So as we're talking about how uncomfortable it makes us feel, you're planning the segment. That's Great. right. Perfect. So we'll get to that when that happens. And you'll watch the video of us going, <laughs> When I give someone a gift in real life, normally, unless it's a segment, I usually say, please don't open it now. <laughs> like, yeah, please, yeah. Do it at home, both read the, the card. Don't even read the card. I don't care. Just don't open it now. I, you do different cards than I. I do... Happy birthday, cheers, Ryan. And you do, mm-hmm. dear Ryan, comma, uh-huh. it was 12 years ago on a Thursday when I was uh-huh. first dreaming of being alive, period. Then it was, and yeah, she goes through forward, a- Flash forward. Yeah, flash the forward. the jar of all the quotes that you've met, said to her in the last oh my 10 God. years. Meanwhile, oh. you know, 12, 13, 14 hours go by and you finish the card. But it is truly thoughtful. It makes me feel bad about the cards I give. Anyway, happy birthday, Patty. <laughs> happy birthday, Thank Patty. You. Shh, don't want anybody to know. Thank you very much. Well, it's our final edition of Hands Full with Michael later this morning at 720 because Sisney's back next week. There's so much to catch up on. I wonder if she's... I know she's excited to be back. I hope she's excited to be back. I think she probably is. But I wonder what she can't wait to tell us that we don't know. Because she's got three babies now. It's nuts. Nuts. You want to ask, hey, remind me later when we do Hands Full with Michael, I'll ask him if he has a segment in mind once his wife, Sisney, returns to see want to have a recurring role in some capacity. Not the same role, 
but some capacity. Get his thoughts. We'll remember. Okay. Let me grab Diane this morning. 800-520-1027. Diane, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, ladies. How y'all doing? Morning. Doing good. Good morning. So what's up? What can we do for you? Well, I heard you talking a couple uh, the other day about Christmas music right yes. now. And I have to be, like, usually around Thanksgiving it's best. But you know what? With the pandemic and it's been just right. such a bad year and everything, everybody's spirits are kind of down right now. And it's just real hard. I say, with the Christmas music, I say, play it, Ryan. And lift the spirits. I say, go for it. That's what I think. And you know what? I'm having this happen to me more often than probably it should. I just keep using the excuse, because there was a pandemic, I'm going to have a soft pretzel right now. Because there was a <laughs> pandemic, I'm going to have ice cream tomorrow. Because yeah. there was a pandemic, I'm going to have a, a, something I wouldn't normally have. And when you do that every day for three weeks, it changes you, right? Yeah. <laughs> it does. Well, there's ever a good reason it was definitely the pandemic. Yeah, it was well, a real... We are gonna we're gonna start springing in that Christmas music. Thank you, Diane, for listening to us. Thank you so much. Have a good day. All right, you too. Bye bye. Oh, thank you. Bye bye. Yeah, it's true, right? You kind of like got into things you might have eaten or not working out, or just thing, just things to treat yourself. That because of the pandemic, you end up breaking away from your regiment more than you should. Yeah, because you're like, I want to live my life. I want to like live it up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I used to, well, that's not true. I used to always go into the pantry before I'd go to sleep, but I stopped and I started again. Why? Mm. Because of the pandemic. Right. But I shouldn't, but I do. Why? Because of the pandemic. That's right. That's exactly right. Thank you. So today, someone asked on Reddit, what is the best thing you learned in therapy? Got a lot of posts. So the top three, you don't always have to be okay. Another one, let go of judgment over things that do not matter. And finally, take your own happiness seriously. Like yeah. If you're not happy, you got to figure out what to do and don't worry about other stuff. It's good advice. Today's quote, every time you quit, someone else gets your prize. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Uh, one of the coveted spots, final spots here for you to do the news is these back next week. Tanya. L.A. County has received its first shipment of pediatric doses of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine and could start administering them as early as today. The CDC gave final approval yesterday afternoon, making the shots immediately available to those ages 5 through 11. There are 900 providers in the county ready to administer the doses. Officials with L.A. Animal Services are urgently looking for anyone who wants to adopt or foster a pet. All six city shelters are near capacity. Some of the reasons behind the increase is because pet owners are moving or lost pets that are turned into a shelter. Adoption appointments are needed for weekday visits. And a new exhibit called Tupac Shakur, Wake Me When I'm Free, will open January 21st at L.A. Live. It's a fully immersive experience that explores the life and legacy of the late rapper, the exhibit is expected to spend six months at L.A. before going on tour. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Well, we got Disneyland tickets for you in a second. So every hour has a stack of Disneyland tickets. And about 20 minutes later, sold out Jingle Ball tickets presented by Capital One. That's every hour with us this morning. And the next thing we're going to do, about 720, hands full with Mike Cole. 
We're going to check in. It's the final edition of us checking in with Michael at Sissini's place, Michael and Sissini's house, uh, before she's back next week. That's a homecoming of sorts next week. 1-800-520-1027. Mostly cloudy. Highs in the low 70s. 80s inland in Southern California. And Alyssa is here. So, Alyssa, I first thought, oh, you're asking how to make friends in L.A. I thought maybe you're new to town. Is that right or not? Yes. I moved, uh, like, during the pandemic. And I have a job in L.A. And I just don't know how to make friends yet. Like, it, when you're new, it's so hard, especially in the middle of the pandemic. Well, making friends in general is kind of hard. I just look back at my greatest friendships, and they were kind mm-hmm. of like laborious. They, they take a while to <laughs> to get to the place where you really feel comfortable. You know, you, when you think when you look yeah. back and think about it, six months to get where you had to get, or a year to get where you had to yeah. get. Yeah, and the beginning stages is weird. Beginning Actually, stages is weird. I met. I made a new friend over the weekend, and this might be a good way. But that's fast. Over the two days, you made a new friend. I made a new friend. I'm, yeah, and actually, we're in the phase of like, okay, so I was going to a wig shop to get my Kourtney Kardashian wig for Halloween, the one on Wilshire, and they were only letting people in by appointments. And we both walked up at the same time, and we neither one of us had an appointment. She called them; they only had one left. And so she goes, "Yeah, I'm here with a friend," and kind of looked at me and said, "We'll go in together." Hi, I'm Isabel. Nice to meet you. She was being Megan Fox. I know. She was being Megan Fox for Halloween. So we both went into the wig store together. We helped each other pick out the wigs. Wait, she was, you were Courtney and she was Megan? Aren't the two of them friends anyway? What are the chances? What is that about? Did you stage this for the paparazzi? No, I thought it was so cool that she like looked at me and just said, here, I'm here with somebody so that I could get in with her. It was just. But wait, uh, the odds of you playing. The fake Courtney Kardashian and she being Megan Fox and the two of them were recently connected is a little meta. Well, yeah, I mean it was a bit. They were both big Halloween costumes this year, so it wasn't. Don't discount like, what what we're saying here. Okay. I got so, anyways, it, it was the universe. Yeah, we became friends. Universe. We became friends in the wig shop and we exchanged phone numbers. Uh, and now I, I don't know. What? And I don't know. Like we're in that beginning stage of like friendship. I don't know if if I reach out. Do we? Well, do you want to reach out? I don't know. She was so cute and so nice. I thought that was just like such a lovely thing well, to then do. Why don't you reach out and say that? Yeah, I will. Okay. I will. All Thank right. you. Now, what is um, Alyssa's what right. So now you, well, way to go, Tony. You're taking another friend away from Alyssa. Oh, she doesn't I'm have the telling Alyssa that's a great that way. Woman. A great way to meet people is just in your everyday life. If you're at the grocery <laughs> store, you can kind of bond with people over something that they're buying. If you're both like, well, that's uh-huh. true. If you have common interests or likes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, for example, I tore out this page of a magazine that had this gorgeous article about canned fish, mm-hmm. canned fish and, you know, <laughs> why people like it. And I was thinking this would be great if I knew of a friend of mine that liked canned fish, too. I'd order them some by delivery and as a gift. But I couldn't think of any of my friends that like canned fish. But if I did have somebody, you know, if I were in that shop buying the canned fish, and you were there, Alyssa, we'd be friends, right? Because not many people like cured fish. Or maybe they do. I don't know. But, uh, I think yeah. So. I think we'd be friends. <laughs> yeah, I think we would be. It's got to it's gotta happen organically, and that can be yeah. tough. But I think Tanya's uh-huh. point is open your eyes when you're out in the wild. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah, that's, that's great. Thank you so much for the advice. I really appreciate it. All right, bye. Should we call your new friend on the air? We can. Yeah. She's would so you- cute. We'll get to everyone will get to know her at the same time. Yeah. Does she yeah. know it's Tony Rad? Uh, uh, well, when I gave her my phone number, I sent her my name. I said Tony Rad, but I mean, 
No. Okay, we'll probably have to tell her she's going to be on the air. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'll okay. text her. Now, let's have this talk before I bring in Michael. Before you bring uh, him in. Yeah, I, before I bring him in, because, you know, Sisney's been out for maternity leave, and she's back next week. Kind of flew by for me. Totally. I cannot believe it. And since then, we established this segment, Hands Full, with Michael, and it's been going great. And I think he looks forward to it. And I don't want to break anybody's heart, ever, but certainly, you know, like a chill family member. But this is the last one for him. So we'll tell him at the end. Right, but didn't you talk about having him come back in some other way? I did. and I Maybe we ask him. I think we pilot that. Right. Let me bring him in now. Now, don't say anything. You don't want to ruin that report. Hey, Michael, how are you, buddy? (laughs) Good morning, fam. How are you? Yeah, it's good to see you, pal. Uh, one of our we, this segment's really taken on a life of its own. Oh, it's fun! It's it's like a little log of Savea's life and what's been it going on. Yeah. So it's going to be so, fun to look back at these, you know. But but to be clear, when you finish, the Sissy say, "How did it go? What'd you talk about? What'd they say? What did she say?" Oh, oh yeah, she's like, "So how did it go?" And and just more like, uh, um, just trying to make sure I I didn't you know trying to get ahead of what I said. Well, but, you uh, never have to worry about what you say. You're always diplomatic. But does she know how popular <laughs> the segment is? Uh, I, you know, I don't know. But she's always very supportive. And every time you guys are posting about it, she's reposting it, too. So I think she's having a lot of fun with it, too. I can't get a huge she's kick back. out of it. Next week, she's here. She's going to every we're going to know much more about what's been going on when she gets back. I know. I think I'm excited to have her get back into the mix. Right. And then uh, and then into Everything that's going on with Kiss and Jingle Ball and yeah, he's we've been out for a while. <laughs> Somebody's going to audition. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, look, this I don't want to. Well, I was going to tell you later, but this is the last <sighs> hands full with Michael segment <sighs> for this baby. I'm, for this baby. For the, oh yes, for this there baby. Could be right. Future kids, you know, coming. Who knows? They're, sure. Well, I'll never just, say never. I'll keep it political. Yeah, thank right? you. Yeah, because she's going to ask you what you said to that question, and let's just not answer it. Right. 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 <laughs> So, Michael, what can we possibly expect here in this finale from Baby Savea and uh, the family? Tell us. What's the latest? Okay, well, we're ending at least with a new record. I think this is a big record. It's what parents, and so she's 11 weeks old, but uh, parents wait for this. And so we've we've got one, and we're waiting for more, but we had an eight-hour in-between feedings at night, which was huge. Eight-hour gap. Wow. That's intermittent fasting. Right. It was, a, it was a little bit by accident, but, you know, she didn't cry. And when she did cry, it was eight hours later, and it was perfect. Did Our doctor forget, approved this. Did someone forget to feed her? No, so um, when they're really young and they're under a certain weight, you're waking them up to feed because you want to make sure they grow. Right. She hit her weight uh, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, and so uh, they're like, you can just wait for her to tell you she's hungry. Uh, and good for you. So sometimes that happens at four. Not fun. This last time it happened at seven. Which is fun. Which is better. Oh, better. All right. We haven't gotten to the fun stage yet. Um, and how's yeah. uh, Aza and Maxon doing? Okay. So, I mean, Maxon is so attached to Savea. My, my grandma Maggie came over to visit. And you know how they always joke, oh, I'm going to take, take her with me. And, you know, and Maxon said, I quote, no, I'm going to use this voice because I can't. Um, no, you can't take her with you because she is so special to me. Oh, and I, that made me, I was just oh like, my God, that's it. I lost it. it. That was well, it. And it. then, job is done. 
and Aza, I didn't write, I didn't write this down in my, in my, my, you know, form, but um, she is so persuasive and cognizant. So she doesn't say I want, she says, I have an idea. Mm. And she just, instead of, I have an idea, why don't, why don't we stay at the park for a little longer? And, and, and she won't, everything starts with, I have an idea. And it's just, it's so, I don't know where she got that from. Wow. There's. There are only a few places she could be hearing that. I, I mean, you tell me. But I think that's she's gonna be, she's gonna be the entrepreneur. I have an idea. Probably. Let's stay at the park where I'm gonna poop. <laughs> I have an idea. Uh, all right, now the what's one of those real moments with the three under three? Yeah. So, well, the kids have been um, wanting to go to the Charger game because we go and they hear about it, and we want to take them. Um, but there's a whole, you know, are they going to make it? And so this last Halloween, we we took them. We we didn't do the tailgate, and we went right to the game. And it's not very easy. Sisney uh, says we're not taking them back for another year, uh, minimum. Uh, but I thought it was a, I thought it was a success. You know, they got through it. We we left in the fourth quarter a little early, and we got on the jumbotron. Like, how oh, fun is that? Right. So fun. Yeah, to be on the jumbotron, I. <laughs> Did yeah. you react? Because I've had it happen once, and it was a very embarrassing moment. What happened when you got on? <laughs> well, we went in costume because it was Halloween. Yeah. So Max and wore a Justin Herbert jersey, and Aza came as a cheerleader, and Sissini and I both wore referee Referees, I saw, outfits. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, yeah, it was pretty good. I think um, I snapped a little picture, but in my picture, Aza is not in it because she just – I'm sitting down for this. You can, you can move the camera down. And she, but she said, I have level. an idea. How about you don't leverage my cuteness for a like? Okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. So, Michael, that's it. The final segment. Do you have any ideas? <sighs> I mean, you're going to feel like there's a void uh, probably in your life by not being here, no. but I'm open yeah. to ideas if you want to pop on a couple times a month with a segment that's signature for you. Yeah. You know, whatever you need, if Sissini's sick or just, you know, something you, you guys want to switch it up, yeah, I'm here. Whenever, whenever you need, it's family business. So, I was thinking of Boston Scientific sort of Excel spreadsheet chat once a month. Uh-huh. Um, we can probably do something a little different. That, you know, if you ever want to talk about my company, uh, the things that they do for people, that could be something because that is incredible. I mean, technologies for, like, handling pain without opioids and then stopping the shaking oh. from Parkinson's, that's the stuff we work on. Well, and that's th really Okay, cool. that's compelling. So now we've just found a signature segment for Hands Full with Michael, Saving the World <laughs> with Michael and Boston Scientific. All right, well, we th try. thank you very much for uh, coming in. Send Sisney our love. Tell her we cannot wait. I've already picked up my clothes for next week when she returns. I already picked it's up my clothes. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Love you guys. Right. Bye. Oh, we love you. Bye, Michael. Bye-bye. And that's it. The last one. Season finale complete. What are you going to wear when Sisney comes back? Probably something, I think, loud. Like bright? Yeah, I think something happy, bright. You know, the colors of a rainbow. I mean, we're celebrating her coming home after the birth of her third child. We have to have something fun because I know she's yeah. going to show the pictures and video to her baby Severe third when she's twelve. So I need to look like I need to look like the moment is. You understand? Should we it's all fun. should we all dress like in bright? Yeah, colors? I may be. A, I may come as a square. Square pants, guys. Square Bunch pants. Bob? Yeah, exactly. Thank you for finishing my thought. SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay, yes, got it. Yes, but for those who are, you know, short on time, it's SquarePants.
man, this show just fluidly unravels. And we have your new friend who was at the wig store with you, Tanya. Because we got a call earlier. Say, hey, how do you make friends in a big city? Right. And Tanya said, just have your eyes open with your everyday matter of facts. And Isabel just heard us talking about her and dropped. You think she got cold I know, feet? I was going to say, we need to play it cool because I literally just met her this weekend getting my Halloween wig. Well, she hung we up on e- us. We haven't even like gotten coffee. We just exchanged phone numbers. So this is like new friend status. Does she know what your job is? No, I don't think so. She guess it might because she was on and now she's not. So maybe she doesn't want you to have this job with her on the air. Oh, I no. And you're going to become friends. What What did you think was such the common denominator? Because she was buying a wig for to be Megan Fox for Halloween and you were Kourtney Kardashian for Halloween. No, I'll tell you what sold me is that they only had space for one party to come into the wig shop and she didn't even know me and she looked at me and said, well, yeah, I'm here with a friend. And you be- truly became, well, you might become friends. Right. I think she's on the line deciding whether or not she wants to come on. I just think it was a really nice gesture, you know, like who does that for a stranger? No, it's cool. I mean, it's almost like you're in a good way obligated to see it through. For sure. Well, she was there, Tanya. I don't want to ruin anyone's friendships here. But maybe did you, Mark, could you come on the air for a second? Sure. You may you may recognize Mark's voice from Wheel of Fortune at Disneyland. (laughs) It was the host. Oh, She just texted me. The call dropped. Call her back. We're trying right now. It was the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire show, but thank you. Well, it was one of those shows. <laughs> it was at Disneyland. He was the host. <laughs> then this job cons- consumed too much time. All right, so we're calling her back. So she didn't get cold feet. Okay, good. No, now, she said the call dropped. Right, so she did not get cold feet. Oh, right, correct, correct, correct. All right, so who's... I'm nervous. Me, three. Whose job is it to call her Colette back? Colette keeps calling her, and it's just going to voicemail. So maybe she's in a bad area. Oh, Tanya, maybe she's just telling you one thing, but really telling us another by not answering. You guys. Is this the way we start a friendship? I don't know yet. I'm not so sure. I don't know how you make friends. I mean, like, I know, but it's, like, always awkward in the beginning stage. I'll take, you know, let me you... take, let me break the ice. Okay. Happy to do it. I'm, by the way, in real life, happy to do this for you as well. You can Thank call you me so anytime. Much. Put me on with your new friend, and I'll, I'll bridge the gap. Perfect. <laughs> It'll be a fun sport. I feel like the show's hit a dead end, not in your friendship, but let, I, it, there sounds like there's a circuit issue. Should I give so maybe, her the hotline number? I mean, you just met her. You wanted to have I won't say it's the hotline. To, I won't say it's the hotline. I'll just say call this yeah, number. Yeah, but then what if she wants to call you for the farmer's market on Sunday to go out and she dials she, this number? You know how many <laughs> alarms go off and that line rings? She has my cell phone. Uh, whatever you want, Tanya. It's all on you whatever you want so tanya she is in a bad spot with herself but will come on tomorrow yeah she's got a on a bad signal all right tanya's new friend isabel which we don't know her at all <laughs> at all i know nothing about her by the way we'll other than the fact that she was megan fox <laughs> for halloween for halloween <laughs> all right this is kiss the show just keeps on going on air on air with ryan seacrest do you remember malik from Malik Books. We met him last summer, and he would come on. He'd recommend books to us. Well, he would captivate us every yeah. single time he was on. And I started thinking one day when I was not driving home because we were doing all of our work from home. Right, right, right. He should have a podcast where he, with the conviction of delivery that we heard and the passion for 
literature. Mm-hmm. He should have a podcast where he, you know, because every, everybody needs a platform. He's great. He should have a platform. Well, would you believe it? We got him a podcast. Malik is joining us now. Two locations, the Crenshaw Mall in Baldwin Hills and the Westfield Mall in Culver City. Malik's books. Malik, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Ron. How far we've come, buddy. Man, milestone. I can't believe it. I'm a podcaster. You're a yeah, podcaster. you are. <laughs> I, I got to tell you. You were built for this. Um, Malik's Bookshelf is the name of the podcast, and it was born out of literally a phone call with him a year ago when we heard his his passion for what he does for a living, the community, and just the books that he's read to recommend to all of us. So, Malik, tell me about the podcast, Malik's Bookshelf. Well, the podcast is just an outgrowth, brother, of my passion for books, community, culture, you know, I want to use this to change the conversation. To up, I want to use books to uplift our community. I want my podcast to be fun, you know, community-based. We want to interview top, you know, authors and community leaders, you know, bringing a world together with books, culture, and community, amplifying voices with inspiration, creating a lit vibe with every episode. We want to make it fun. We just launched <laughs> yesterday. I tell you, you know, it's called Meet Malik. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first episode. That was the first episode. And in the first episode, it's interesting because I had no idea you were an Olympic athlete that ran for Puerto Rico in the 1984 games here in L.A. while going to USC. Unreal. Yeah. Hey, hey, that's one of my greatest accomplishments, man. That's <laughs> one of the biggest events in the world. And I, 84, I had the pleasure of running in the 100 and the 200 in track and field and sprints. Hey, Ryan, I almost made the final. The guy outleaned me by one one hundredth of a second. I almost oh. was a finalist in the 84 Olympic Games. That's crazy. And That's I was see during that time as well. I know, I know. I, I heard the podcast. I know. And I also heard Malik has a theme song for his podcast. Malik Books has all the knowledge you want. Malik Books. Has all the knowledge you need, Malik Books. Yeah, they have all the books that the whole wide world wanna read. Malik Books, they carry all the rarest books. Malik Books, you know it's hard to find these. Malik Books to feed your intellect and free your mind. Yeah, yeah, uh, that is so good. That that song signifies Malik Books, Malik's bookshelf. The brother who put that together for me. I mean. I, I just sat down with him. He got me. He must. He said he went through some things in his life, and books helped transform his life so he could relate. We use the books to elevate. Don't be mm-hmm. a victim. You can change your life just with that's a book. Right. And that's what that theme song was all about. And I just love it, man. I just and this, that's <laughs> the first time. You know, I I had it for a while, and this was the perfect time oh, to release. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, release. I mean you're a worldwide podcaster now, so it's release time. Man, Brian and your team, man, this is just a wonderful opportunity that you brought to us. It all started like you said a year ago, just doing book reviews, talking to you both about a community bookstore that's been around since the nineties, serving the community with books, particularly children books, because children are one hundred percent of our future. So my podcast is just an extension, brother, of me and what I'm doing. 
<laughs> and and you're doing it from the heart. I, I'm, I'm so happy. All right, so check out Malik's Bookshelf wherever you get your podcast. And, Malik, I'll check in with you soon. Keep it up. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Appreciate Appreciate everybody. Thank you, Ron. Y'all have All a right. blessed day. Have a blessed weekend. Oh, don't forget, follow and subscribe to Malik's Bookshelf on iHeartRadio. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it down. He has got it down. I, you know, it just makes sense, though, doesn't it? Yes. And honestly, the theme song is so good. I actually was just talking about this week wanting to do one for my podcast, like a theme song that starts it off. Now, so now I have just because Malik has a theme doesn't mean we all need it. We don't have a theme for this. We should get one, though. Yeah, I think it's catchy. I think it brings people in. Like, you hear his theme song, and then you want to listen to the podcast. Oh, hold on. Let me, let me play it again. Yeah, we, we probably do need something, don't we? Yeah. Here we go, listen. Yeah, we do need one. Yeah. Malik Books oh, has all the knowledge you need. Malik Books. Yeah, they have all the books that the whole wide world wanna read. Yeah, we need one. We need one. Yeah, it's like when you were watching Friends and they did the I'll be there for. It just gets you, like, excited for the, for the episode. All right, well, let's put a pin in this. Who's going to do our theme song? Benny Blanco? Uh, feels like a girthy ask because he's like legit. <laughs> well, oh, oh, this is not a legit broadcast. No, but I mean, I, I don't know. How do you have his number? Yeah. Okay. Text, text him. Love him a text. Hold on. Tell him we'll provide the lyrics. We can provide the lyrics. We just need the. We need the a sonic logo. Sonic logo. Yes, Patty. Great. All right, hold on. Verbage. Let me. I can't type and host at the same time. So let me toss the break and then I'll type to him and then we'll come back and pin cushion this. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Hey, you know, I played Lil Nas a second ago just before that track. I was uh, reading and I thought this was interesting. It made me think of you, Tanya, and Patty. But Lil Nas says nothing is secret, right? He. Talks about his real life relationships and his breakups. And he says that every ex he wrote about for his debut album, Montero, attended his album release party. Wow. I he bet stayed. you felt very justified. I felt, in that. I felt seen. You felt seen. Yeah. I felt validated. Mm-hmm. Nas saw me. And it was amazing because that came out like a day or two after we had the big debate on the air. It of, was the universe. Was the you it, it, I, that? I didn't know about that until after we had our conversation on the air, where I said, "I think it's great to be friends with your exes, and you know, appreciate the chapter that they were there for you with, and the growth that you experienced with them." And everybody poo-pooed that idea around these well, parts. No, also the conversation was about going to their weddings, and I think Lil Nas is single right now, currently. Correct? Mm, I'm not so sure, Tanya. I'm not so sure. Okay. However. A record release party is just as big, if not even maybe bigger than a wedding. Well, having a baby. I mean, it's like having a child releasing an album into the universe. So, Tanya, I feel justified in these parts. Okay. I'm just saying, I think when you are in a relationship, you can't leave all those doors open. I know, but that's what works for you. I think for Lil Nas and, and myself, <laughs> right? We have our way of living, and you do you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But Nas and I have a path, and it's very aligned. 
<laughs> That's so funny. Seen. Seen, seen, seen. And seen. Okay. I I saw that. I couldn't wait for this morning to come for me to tell you. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Didn't sleep last night. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to our trending report. What do you have? Okay, so we often talk about this, and I always say it's baloney because I feel like if it's the right person, you'll do whatever it takes to make it the right time. But Ed Sheeran would disagree with this idea. So he was on Deck Shepard's podcast, and he was talking about his now wife, uh, Cherry Seaborn. And he was saying how they were close friends when they were growing up. And he said, but if I had dated her in high school, it would have been a disaster. So if the two of them had dated in high school, they might not be the Ed Sheeran and Cherry Seaborn with a new baby that we know and love today. So basically he was saying that they rekindled one night in New York um, and the rest is history. But I found Mm. it really interesting what he said about his now wife, that if they would have dated back in high school, it would have been a disaster. So I feel like for him, he thinks right person, right time. It needs to be right person, right time. Well, you're saying it's not just the person, it's the timing. I couldn't agree with you more. Here's something I can get behind you on. Okay, so so here's my next tier. My oh, next. No, no, can we just leave it? We agree. No, no, we agree. But but here's my my question: Is how do you know when you're dating somebody if they're in that right time headspace? Here's the thing. Tell don't me. Don't go to your workbook. Don't think of your <laughs> manual. Don't go to all the lessons of meditation that you've been through. Just let the universe unravel and see. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, look. If you stay with the person, it works out, it's the right person. If you don't, it's the wrong person. Full stop, Patty. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. All right. Thank you. But if it's the, if Can it's, we move on? No, but if it's the wrong time, then it's not and the right you person. Know, then right. you, but you don't know while it, living it, it. It's easy. It doesn't work out. So you know is the wrong time. But you got to know that there's a right time. You got to know if someone's in that headspace. Yo. If it's not working, it's not the right time or the right person. What's complicated here? I've lived through both there's, situations. There's got to be a way to know if somebody's in the right time headspace. You do yeah, know. When you're not with them, you know <laughs> exactly. it's not their time in the head. I, I should really write these conversations down. We're going to read them back. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but we need to know. Tanya, we know. We, we know, need to but, know. No, but if we you know, don't time. know, yeah, if you don't know, you know. But says who? If you don't know, then you know it's not perfect. When you know, then they're the right person and the right headspace. It's just that simple. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So if it is the right person, but it's not the right time for you. Then it won't work well, out. Oh, I was going to say, could you make it the right time? Could you like... No, because then you're forcing. No, you can't. No, you can't do that. No. All right. We don't have control over everything. Well, we got several more hours. What are we going to do now? We got plenty of time to fill. What are we going to do now? We solve that. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let me go back to Benny Blanco. We're trying to... We need a sound logo. Is that what you call it? A sonic logo. A sonic logo? So good. Malik... Malik's Bookshelf is his podcast from Malik's Books. He was uh, on the show a year ago, and he's just so talented. And we got him a we got him a podcast. I mean, the guy's just brilliant, and he has his own song. Please leave your message oh, for trying to call 
Vinny Blanco to do ours. Or not do ours. Just give us some consultation, right? Just a little guidance. Did you text Maybe him, though? Could, oh, let me, let me ask him. Uh, yeah, I texted him. And he and hit he, you back? Yeah, he said, when do you want to call? Hold on. Let me, this oh, is the, here's Malik the thing. Books has all the knowledge you want. Malik Books has all the knowledge you need. Malik Books. Yeah, they have all the books that the whole wide world want to read. Malik Books. So Benny Blanco, they don't get bigger and better as an artist. Benny, BB. Hi, buddy. You're on the air on Kiss FM. I'm holding my cell phone to the uh, microphone. Hi, Benny. Hi. (laughs) Tanya says hi. Hi. Oh, my God. Um, By the way, you're hysterical on Dave with Lil Dicky. Oh, so oh good. My God, thanks. It's it's and also I keep meaning to track you down to just talk about food fantasies. Oh my God. Which we'll get to. But let me something really important came up here. Uh I was told by the team that we need a sonic logo or a theme for the show that's been on the air for twenty years here. Um and I just don't even know where to start on something like that. And we obviously want something that people what what's the what's the goal with this, Tanya? Yeah, we want it to be catchy, and we want people we to, want be to be excited catchy. to listen to the show. You, you, you know, a, a good hook, right? A good hook Create and a good. Create an emotion. We need a phrase. We need a phrase, and we need a, a beat, right? Yeah. I mean, so I don't even know where to start. Phrase and a beat? Can I do? It? Am I allowed to do it? Yeah, that's why I think what I'm calling to say without saying it. If I do it, I'm a national hero. Yeah, you got it. Um. I'm- so we could, I'll text you what we're thinking, but apparently we need something. I mean, look, I mean, it's Kiss FMLA. So we, I, like, that's why I'm going to you and yeah. not anyone else that you know. I feel like you may have gone to some other people and I'm the only one to <laughs> no. answer. No, swear. No, no. no. swear. Uh, Tanya First did. T- yeah, it's everyone promises. I promise you. I promise you. So if you're I, down. I know Tanya went to Charlie Puth first. Don't even lie. <laughs> did you go to Elton and Charlie's get together? Is that what you did? You went over to Elton and Charlie's? No, not I did not that. ask Charlie Puth. I promise. All right, she says no. She says no. Uh, but have you done one of these Sonic? What do you call them? Sonic booms? Sonic logo. Sonic logos? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just right. saying yes. All right, all right. I'll fill you in. <laughs> Tell I'll them it's like later. the Friends theme. Like, I'll be you there know, for it's, you. It's like every... Fill me in. It's I'll Hollywood, baby. All it's right, like I'll fill you in. But he's down. We got, we got verbal commitment that he's down and I'll I'll call you later. All right. Call All right, buddy. Later. Are you good? I'm great. Amazing. What are we? What's coming up on the musical horizon? Oh my god! I I actually do have some crazy stuff. I can't even say that. I have I have a few things coming next year okay. that I think they're gonna. I think you might play them. I think you might play them. <laughs> I think. Oh. I. I I think uh, a Sonic logo is in the works, guys. Next year is a oh. big year for Benny Blanco. Oh, I got Sonic Logo. I have no idea what it is, but I'm signing up. Sonic All right, it's Logo. cool. It's it's All cool. Right. All right, I'll call you later. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Super good guy. So now, okay, okay. we have a okay. we have a verbal. We have a verbal from Benny Blanco that he will do a Sonic logo. Okay. So, do you know what we need to do now? What we need to do? Maybe uh, I don't know if you need to play a song or something. Oh my gosh, Patty! Ever since she got a, did you we need hear? to create a mood board now? That's yes, every- I was gonna say we need to create a mood board <laughs> Hold on, of let's like go words. Back. Wait, An let's audio go back. mood board. I want yes. to go back. I want to go back. Ever since she got a boyfriend, <laughs> she's now telling us when to play songs and not. Did you hear that, Patty? First of all, I'm trying to keep the show on track because oh, Mark's been wait telling a minute. me. This is coming from the person that never wants to keep it on track, but <laughs> she got a boyfriend. She long. wants to stay right on schedule. 
<laughs> Honestly, you've never wanted to stay on schedule until you became the love expert on the show. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about it now. Then, like, we need to no, create we have a, to take mood a break. board. No, we actually have to take a break. You're right. Turns out, turns out we have to take a break. So who was right? We were all on the same track. I say aligned as a team. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So let's go back quickly. I don't want to drop the ball on this. Uh, we need a... So we're... It's a long story, but we... <laughs> <laughs> We uh, had a great conversation with Malik from Malik's Books, and he's got a podcast called Malik's Bookshelf. It's now launching, and he has a theme song. And Tanya said, oh, oh, you need to get a a Sonic logo for this show. And I said, let's call someone that is at the center of the producing and pop cultural universe, Benny Blanco. And she's like, okay, he's legit. And Patty and I were taken aback. That you are going to undersell the legitimacy of this here broadcast on a weekly, daily basis. I apologize because you really, you got first choice and I am, I am impressed. Benny Blanco is behind a lot of music, a lot of Ed Sheeran. And he came back so fast. Well, he doesn't know what a Sonic logo is, so, but he said I'm in. So what are the steps? Because I, I need to package this up for me so we can walk through the steps with Benny Blanco so we get something cool. And I don't want to, like, exhaust the guy with this project. You know what I mean? Yeah. We need to, like, really kind of lay out what we want, what the vision, what the mission of our show is, what we want people to feel when they're listening to our show. We just really it's, need to, like, lay it out for him. I think it's all the stuff we say in those promos that run. Kiss FM is LA's number one hit music station. That and mornings were a lot of fun most of the time. Okay. Uh-huh. And when we're not, Perhaps. it's our bad. But well, yeah. it's something catchier than that. Yeah, maybe spotlighting hometown hustlers could be a line in there. Ooh, I, I, I think it's more of a generic Sonic signature. I think you oh. don't get into specific moments. I think it's just oh. a, it's like an umbrella Sonic stamp. What do you think, Patty? Okay. I think that we should make it something that is timeless, that will outlive us. And yeah. whenever we hear it, oh, wherever we hear it, it never feels dated. Yeah, like this kind of stuff. Brian Seacrest, I'm still up. K I. But in a cooling like logo. You know these things that air. K I I S F M. Los Angeles. Waking you up. You're on air with Ryan. Like waking you up. Or it can be as short as the Netflix Sonic logo. Like when you hear it, you immediately oh, is it just sound? Is there no lyrics that we want? It could be. It could be. It's whatever you want. It could have lyrics, audio, you know, voice, or it can just be something as short as the, Nef- the Netflix. On air. You're on air with Ryan Seacrest. On 102.7. Like that is a boop boop, but it needs to be better than a boop boop. Or maybe, oh, maybe because we like wake up, wake up with us, set the tone for the day. Maybe we could have some sort of like a, um, uh, like a cockadoodle do or something. Just spitballing. I think it's a work, work in hey, progress. Hey, no, no bad ideas. No, here. no, no bad <laughs> ideas here. No, no. we'll write, we'll write the rules. We'll down. put that in the work like in progress idea. list. I, I like to put it up there on the list. All right, <gasps> maybe. Uh, what is the 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 technology rappers do AI. to no 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 H- hologram to, to change their voice? Oh 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 uh, like T Pain does it. Uh yeah like <laughs> what is it called auto tune auto tune auto tune what about a rooster on auto tune 
See, now we're yeah. getting something. Okay. <laughs> See, that's why no idea is a worse idea than It should the be next. like an alarm, like some sort of alarm clock, like Saved by the Bell. You know, like, brrr, like how they do the hey, let's when spare I wake the, up in the morning. Let's spare the city from our brainstorm. <laughs> and we'll get back to it. Put a pin in it. A sonic logo, a musical note or series of notes that captures the essence of your product or company. Like, like here, listen. Well, we need a, a one that's about, that's three seconds, that's three and a half seconds. I think we need like, Twelve. Eight. Oh. So ten. <laughs> okay, yeah. Not compromise. Wow. Solid that should be the sonic logo. Wow. It's a little too long. Wait, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Is that you, Tanya? Yeah. <laughs> that should be our sonic logo. No, that I don't know. That plus, that, they're a little different. Whoop. No idea is a bad idea. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Danielle, how are you? Hi. Good morning. Staying good in yourself? We're doing all right. So you need advice about a guy? I do. What happened? So let's call this guy James. Um, okay. So I met this guy, and we've been dating on and off. So we've been going on a couple of dates and then he told me after like a month of seeing each other that he was going to move out of state for a job opportunity. So we both came to a decision that we're kind of going to stop seeing each other. And then after that, he told me that they prolonged his um, transfer for a different state until February. And then he took me out on a date. He asked me out to go have dinner with him and everything. And then everything went really well. And he said that we're going to talk about what this meant for us, if there was going to be an us. And then after that date, I never heard from him again. Oh, my gosh. That's bizarrely frustrating. And it's just so open-ended, right? Like, do you want to know why or what to do? Both. Why? Like, why did he said we're going to talk about it. So why did he not talk to me about it? it like, days went by and... There was no communication. And when I said, hey, like, we should talk, nothing. nothing. No, and how long ago was the last text to him about we should talk from you? Since, like, last Wednesday. That's bizarre. Tanya, with your experience, like, what do you think? You know, you're going to, you want to know why, but the real answer is you're never going to know why or be satisfied with the why. You know, like, there's this uh, quote that says you have to uh, accept the apology you never received. You just have to kind of move on because you're never going to know why. Closure is not really like a thing. No, but hold on. Moving on without at least some understanding of what happened is almost impossible. I mean, I agree, but can't force him to explain. So do you think you would send him one more text that's even more directly crafted? Or do you think you can just, as Tanya says, let it dissolve? I don't know because I felt like we had a genuine con connection and... You know, he's the one who pursued me and tried to make the effort with me when I was kind of distant at first. And I wasn't the type to be emotional um, available at the moment. And he understood and he was very patient with me. And then when it came to a point where I became available to him, it was kind of like, oh, we're going backwards now. All right. So here's my unexpert advice. I waited beat and I'd lob one more text about, you know, sort of the, the gist is, Hey, look, it's cool if you had uh, 
change of heart, not the right words, but it's cool if you uh, change your mind or don't want to do what we talked about. But Not into it. I really, yeah, I really appreciate just the talk. I mean, I think that's the grown-up thing to do. But maybe you want to choose your words differently. But I think the notion is, uh, hey, you're not going to be upset. Just out of respect of, you know, two adults that are talking, just a little context. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But I just feel like there is no context. I, like for but, me right now, it's but, like. But almost as if, Danielle, you've moved on. Like you almost want to let him think that you're not that bothered by it, but you'd like a little bit of information as to what happened. All good here, but just curious, you know, right? You I, I see what know. I'm saying? I, I think if you play the long game, I think if you play the long game and you don't lob another text, he comes. the back. way that you're feeling and the way that you're questioning it, he's going to do the same thing. He's going to come back. And then the ball's in your court. And if that does happen, what do you think I should do if he does reach out to me and the ball's in my court? Then you make him work, girl. Or what do you want to do? (laughs) (laughs) That's the hard part. Like, I don't know what I want to do. I thought that, you know, we both are mutually understanding that we wanted to pursue something together. And now it's kind of like, why would I want something with someone that's not consistent with me? Sure. Well, you don't. Me, you you don't. Exactly. So this is a red flag in terms of consistency. But I like Tanya's guidance, even though I hate to say it on air. Uh, if he logs in a text, <laughs> don't respond for a beat or two and let him stir for a minute. And then when you do respond, it's baby, baby, baby steps, shallow water. Uh, you kind of want him to think that you're... Hey, cool with it not being on. Yeah, and men are like boomerangs. We're that simple. We're just like a boomerang. That's it. Always come back. We're just as simple as a boomerang. Mm -hmm. All right, well, Danielle, this has been a traumatic experience, us giving you advice. (laughs) Uh, But I think you have a little better idea how to play it. I I agree. Give it a beat, wait a beat, and then you're not so concerned. Even though you are, you're not so concerned, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, and good luck, and uh, dating sucks. I know. <laughs> How about us giving advice about not being transparent and upfront, right? We're just saying, yeah. look, I know you want to say it sucks, but you don't really care. That's what you got to convey. Yeah, I got to play uh, chill girl. Ah, uh, exhausted. Tubbs, you married yet? Because if you'd hurry up, everybody else could, you know, move along. Dating right? sucks. That should be in the Sonic logo. No, the Sonic logo has got to be simple and broad. Oh. Yeah. Short, sweet. But really catchy. Mm-hmm. Like so much so it could make the charts. The, the what? The charts. <laughs> the charts. You know, I was trying to be a DJ that I'm not. The charts. <laughs> On air with Ryan Seacrest. Tomorrow, it's an all-new Ryan's Roses. We will launch into that. I've got Disneyland tickets for a party of four every hour. And JoJo Siwa joins us after seven. Take good care. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.